When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. Coon Cassius, IFL TV, MTK Global. Well, to be why, honest, why have you got those Beats headphones around your neck? Are you sponsored by Beats now? No, they just sent me a pair, another Ooh. pair, a different pair. They um, sent me a pair. Beats, if you're watching, get on it. You yeah. love a freebie, don't you? I love a freebie. Nothing like a freebie. You can spend however, money, however much money you want in the world, there is nothing quite like a freebie. Absolutely. Um, how much money have you got in your current bank account? <laughs> can I... Have you got like seven figures in your bank account? <laughs> oh, mate. Have you got it? Do you think I'm going to have this conversation with you? You <laughs> schmuck. Have you got it? Have you got it, bro? Have I got it, bro? Have you got seven figures? Like just, you, you know, like what you do just with shopping. Just in the... No, like petrol. Yeah, on me, what, on me Halifax? Yeah. You know what I mean? Are you with Halifax? Howard. <laughs> What's happened to Howard? <laughs> what happened to Howard? I don't know. Howard, if you're watching... If you want to come to a show, I'll give you, Howard, two tickets for Saturday night in a copper box. We'll get Howard there. And All right. Yeah. Someone will find Howard. Yeah, they will. They'll take him in. Definitely. How are you? Very well, thank you. I'm good. Got in nice and earlier. You were already waiting for me for the exclusive. It's not really an exclusive, is it? It's just... Well, it is an exclusive. Well, all right. Can you just tell me about what was said to you prior to kind of last week to why you couldn't talk about what you can talk about um, now mainly because myself and John Skipper and DeZone we know how fragile this is you know and unfortunately especially hearing people's comments yesterday for them it's, it's become not about the fighter it's become about the business I mean if you listen to Shirley's comments about once Joshua knocks, once Wilder knocks out Joshua, Matram's empire is over. What the fuck's it got to do with Matram empire? We're only trying to make a fight. Do you know what I mean? So it's about Anthony Joshua and Deontay Wilder. It's about the fighters. You can't advise someone, you can't manage someone if you're thinking about an organisation or 
plotting a downfall of an organisation. It's irrelevant. It's just about the fighters. Don't worry about me. Worry about getting a fight made. And by the way, on that comment, if Wilder knocking out Anthony Joshua ends the match with Empire, end the fucking Empire. Do it. Do it. End me. End me. Let him knock Anthony Joshua out. End Eddie Hearn. End him. Do it. Don't just talk about it. Do it. So it's becoming really frustrating. And last week was tough for me because I've got the biggest mouth in boxing. And I knew, like, obviously, I knew about the meeting, I knew about the offers. And I, you know, John Skipper said to me, Eddie, let's just keep it quiet and let's try and get this done. So I had to keep quiet. And obviously, now it hasn't got done. So I'm not looking to be. Like, oh, this and that, fuck this. I'm like, I'm just, it's disappointing. And it baffles me. It completely baffles me. But the main thing is, the, the only pleasing thing to come out of this is that people are now seeing the truth. And when you look at the replies to his posts and to posts about the fight, people are now starting to wise up and say, fuck, he never wanted to fight all along. And do you know what? The sad thing is, I don't even think it's Deontay. He's just being told what to do or brainwashed into what to do. So, like I said, it's sad because it's much deeper. The hatred is so deep. People are losing sight about what their jobs is. My job is to provide the best opportunities for my client and I will not let any personal relationship, any grudge get in the way of that. Because to be honest with you, I don't give a fuck. You think I lose one hour of sleep or one second of sleep over Shirley Winkle and Al Heyman? They don't mean nothing to me in my life. You know? What what matters to me in my life is Anthony Joshua becoming the undisputed champion. I think the music's gonna come on. Um, so that's what is upsetting, and it's it's bad news for boxing fans, and it's bad news for the sport that fighters aren't the difference between the Wilder relationship and the AJ relationship. AJ is my boss. Do you understand? He is my boss. Whereas the other way around, Al Heyman is Deontay's boss. And now he goes into a fight. I mean, did you hear it? Like, and there's so many contradictions. Like, when he stands up on the stage yesterday, he's going, you know me, I just want to fight the best. I'm all about one... He done it again yesterday. I mean, he, he, he hands these perlers on a plate. You know me, I'm all about one name, one face, one this. Um, yeah, I'm fighting Dominic Brazil, who three years ago, when AJ had glandular fever beat him up for six rounds every second of the round and stopped him in his first title defence. You're worried about the noise, aren't you? Why the hell? How you doing, all right? Yeah. Good? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm. Yeah, mate, he's, he's a bit of a helmet, to be honest with you, but um, listen, he ain't a bad... Oh, no. What were you saying? I'm going to watch it back later and, <laughs> and obviously laugh. All right. Yeah. Come so on. look, I don't, I'm not. You're not going to get. I'm not going to start like. He's announced by the looks of it his next fight. We just keep trying. That's all we can do. We just keep trying. What can you tell us? And I know you're not going to kind of confirm mm -hmm. actual offers, but the reported hundred million, mm -hmm. twenty million for Brazil. Two fights with Anthony Joshua for 40 million apiece. Can you just tell us how accurate they are? Pretty accurate. I mean, it could have been more, but it certainly wasn't less. It wasn't less. It wasn't than less that. than that. No. Um, but again, 
I, I don't know, mate. I mean, you know, you get to a stage where he accepted, right, via email, 15 million to fight AJ, right, and then asked us to send the contract, which we did, right. He's now been offered more than double that, and like, I can't tell you, this weren't even close, right? That was the first meeting between the representatives. It weren't even, well, you're five or 10 million out. It was just go through the process and say no. That was it. It could have been 50, it could have been 60. I think it's totally irrelevant, mate. This ain't happening. They can't afford to let this happen. And that's the sad thing about the sport of boxing. The sad thing, that this decision was not made by Deontay Wilder. This decision was made by people, maybe who, took, who told him to make this decision, but this was made to protect people. And this was made, I won't say what I'm gonna say, because it might get me into trouble. Say it? No. <laughs> what are you talking about? No, say it, you can't say that and not say it. Put it this way. Um, there are acts in place in America, right, that are supposed to protect people from this. And that's all I'm saying. Is there an act in this country to protect people from you? Well, you don't have to protect me from me. I'm joking. Because I'll say it how it is, and I will, with anti-Joshua, if, if, if Showtime come up with an offer that the zone can't match and we can't do it, no problem. It doesn't, like, I'm not gonna, like the whole reason that AJ was left out of the Matrim USA design deal would for reasons like this. I, he doesn't have to make a decision based on what network he's on in America. He wants to be with the zone. He is with the zone. Can he box on another network? Yes. I, I saw uh, Shelley's comments yesterday. Oh, well, Deontay can box on that. So can AJ. Uh, Shelley said, Deontay's the only person that can box on that. No, he's not. AJ can do that. But you, they don't even want like $20 million to fight Dominic Brazil. I want to say one thing as well. That fight was a 70-30 split. If, that, if PBC ain't paying Dominic Brazil his $6 million, whatever it is, then what sort of job are they doing for him? What have they talked Dominic Brazil into taking for this fight? Because if it would have gone to purse bid, or if it would have gone on to zone, Brazil would have got six million dollars plus. What's he getting? What do you estimate he's getting? Three? I don't know. I might maybe. Three, I'm wrong. really? Maybe. I don't know. It's your job to ask him. But all I'm saying is this is a this is not an a, this is not in my opinion an individual advisory system. This is a almost like a package deal. They can't. You can't. Be an advisor and basically just have to have your fighters box on a plat one platform. That's not an advisor, that's a promoter. Right? Because my job is to keep my fighters on my platform. If I'm an advisor, I do the best job for my client. It's not about, oh fucking hell, we cannot afford to let Deontay go off Fox or Showtime. That's not advising your client, that's to the benefit of your organisation. That's what a promoter is supposed to do. 
you know, I'm realistically supposed to say, oh, I can't let AJ go off the zone. That, but that's because I'm a promoter. An advisor is a different role altogether. But I'm not even saying that. AJ can box on another platform. But it's not, you know, the, this is so deep. You've only got to listen to the comments of Shelley, of Stephen Espinosa. This isn't about the fight. This is about the politics and the business. And that is so sad because they're stripping the opportunity away from Deontay Wilder to fight for the undisputed heavyweight championship of the world for generational money, as he calls it. Generational wealth. What does it say to you that this fight isn't on pay-per-view? Pressure. Pressure. But, I mean, someone's losing 10... I mean, I'm presuming Deontay's making $20 million. Surely he's not that much of an idiot. Where he's, they've talked him into taking half or even less. Why? So, if someone's giving him $20 million and Brazil's getting his $6 million, which he should be getting, which is $5 million or $6 million, he's mandatory, right? Then someone's losing between 10 and $15 million on this fight. So where's it coming from? It's not my business to know. But, but by the way, good news it's not on pay-per-view. Like that, that's good for Deontay. I mean, that's good for Deontay. I don't have a problem with Showtime. I don't have a problem with, with uh, Wilder boxing on Showtime. But if you listen to people's comments, it's pure bitterness. Where it should be about Deontay Wilder and Anthony Joshua. Not about ending Matrim and Eddie Hearn's empire. What the fuck's that got to do with it? Who cares about that? Like, we'll end, we'll die, we'll fizzle out. And one day we'll just sit on a beach with a lardy dar and a pina colada. Don't worry about us. Make the fight. Make, it's your job. It's our jobs to give the best opportunities to the fighters and to provide the best fight for the fight fans. That's been the most frustrating thing all along. And this is just another example of us trying to make the fight. That is it. Multiple offers. Then we get a mediator in John Skipper, who I, you know, I have to say, last week I thought, this fight is done. This is done. There is no way they can turn down this deal. It wasn't even considered. It weren't even considered for one minute. Because through the whole meeting, Deontay's got people in his ear saying, fucking don't do, you don't want to do this, mate. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, uh, the reports about who was in the meeting, correct. Um, Al Heyman, yeah. Shelley Finkel, yeah. Luda Bella, yeah. Deontay Wilder, yeah. John Skipper. Yeah, and, people from, and a couple of people. Okay. You didn't get an invite for that one. <laughs> because it was best, that was the best way yeah, to get it done. And that, that was the way to get it done. And, you know, and the, other, the other thing is, um, oh, well, what was, what was Joshua getting? You know, this is like the big thing. Well, we were getting 40. What was Joshua getting? Joshua was getting in line with the splits that have been discussed in public. But don't worry about but what, what is his fascination with what he's getting? This is what you're getting. You know, if I turn around to you and said, right, I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to employ three uh, of the top social media guys, the YouTube guys from... I mean, Gareth Davis is here, right? Standing next to me. One of the most respected worldwide fight game journalists of all time. Potential, potential future Hall of Famer. What I'm saying is, if I then said to Gareth, right, right I'm going to take on three of the best guys that I could possibly take on to work on the media side. And Gareth, I'm going to give you five million quid a year, right? Don't worry about what the other three are getting. Right? Just worry, fuck me. That, what an opportunity for me. I'm so happy with this money, great opportunity, I can become this. Done. Oh, well, what's he getting? Because the truth of the matter is, 
what does own a pain is beyond the pot, right? The pot for a US fight is probably around 80 million, probably, right? So any money that's paid over 80 million is beyond the pot. So effectively, Wilder was getting 50% of the pot. So again, like, you know, but, Correct, correct me if I'm wrong, did Shelley Finkel make some comments yesterday saying that <coughs> the money that Wilder would be earning would be as good or more? I don't think he said the money, he said the deal the would deal. be as good, which is a great play on words because he will say, I mean this whole thing about, oh you know, this platform, does it, do, you think, like, do you think Showtime is really that big in terms of viewership numbers? Like, just to give you a clue, that's John Skipper, right, cut that. Picking this back up with Mr. Edward Hearn. But you know I'm going to ask you. What? I'll skip it there. Oh, yeah. That was a long call. People won't realise it's probably about. There's a lot going on, isn't there? Any talk about Wilder? Well, it was all about that. Oh, we just got, listen, we've just got to um, uh, strategise and just keep trying. It's all we can do. Keep trying. What's the chances that after this Brazil mandatory is out of the way, if Deontay Wilder wins, that they come back to you to make the AJ fight? Because they don't, don't want to play I kind don't... of second fiddle in the build-up. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, look, you've got Fury in this as well. You know, do we, the Zone and ESPN, have a good relationship? Do we look at making AJ Fury? I don't know. I mean, the 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 the. the, the the plan for us, the strategy for us, is for AJ to fight Wilder for the undisputed championship. And we just have to keep trying. There's nothing else we can do. The Zone have a strategy and a plan to provide the best fights for fight fans. And that is the biggest fight in world boxing. So that is the fight we want to make. So Shelley, Al, John Skipper, like, we just have to keep trying. And keep trying to come up with deals and offers. You know, I think the last offer was one that everyone just presumed this is so good it's going to get done and it wasn't good enough apparently so we got to go again but it's clearly not just about the financial that's what aspects. I'm saying but that's sad that's like how can you we've been over this you know I'm not going to keep ranting about it all the comments are for there to everybody see listen to Stephen Espinosa listen to, to Shelley listen to what they're saying at no point do they talk about the fight, talk about the importance of the fight, talk about the importance of the money for both fighters, the legacy for both fighters. It's just, we're not doing this, we're not allowing that, and he's not going there, and we're going to end them, and they're going to be in the world. Like, that stuff that, if you're a competitor in life, and if you really care about the sport, and listen, we all know that I talk about money, and of course, that it's a business, but at the end of the day, if you really want to beat me or beat Matrim or whatever you want to do, do it. Like, if you believe, like, I know that Joshua is going to beat the granny out of Deontay Wilder. I know that Joshua will knock him out and he will be undisputed champion. So, any personal feelings I have towards those guys, that's like, that's how sweet will it be? But it's never in the mind. But if that's so important to them, do it. But if you believe Wilder's going to beat Joshua, and in the meantime, if you believe that if he does, it's going to end Matt, do it. That's what I said earlier on in the interview. What are you waiting for? Like, they would love 
Joshua to lose, or, or even if it's me to lose, or a match which is so bad. So if you've got the guy to do it, do it. That's what I don't understand. So you're not only depriving the fight fans of this fight, you're depriving Joshua of this fight. Oh, sorry, Wilder of this fight. And it's, it's frustrating. Like I said earlier, one of the most pleasing things is people are now seeing that the truth, which is they don't want this fight. And I'm not even saying it's Wilder, but certainly the people that are making the decisions do not want this fight. Was it Lou Bella that set this meeting up? You'd have to ask Lou Bella. Because it needed someone, and it seems mm. to be Lou Bella kind of, if there was someone in the middle there, to try and put way, that One of together. the three people thought this was an absolute must, this fight and this deal. Well, that would suggest it was Lou Bella. Where does the kind of loyalty aspect from Wilder to Showtime and PVC, etc., where does that come into it for you? I think that's important. I think that's, you know, that's, um, that should always be important. But when you come out saying I'm a free agent, I'm this and that, and I'm looking at all offers, I mean, I don't think this was a, necessarily a decision made out of loyalty, but I respect that. And if there was an element of loyalty, I like that. You know, I, I, I don't knock that. But this is, you're talking about like, you can't preach what he preaches about one face, one name, one champion, fighting the best and actually not do it. Because I think the truth is, is that his team, do you agree with his statement? Sometimes you're a bitch, so you might not actually agree with this. Do you think they thought, cool, we're getting Fury at a great time and he's gonna be an easy touch? Who's they? What team Wilder? Most probably an element of Catching fury at the yeah, right time yeah, because that, he'd been out the ring yeah, for so that, long and come back against Sefri and Pianetta. So because they can't afford to lose the world heavyweight champion from their stable. So they they looked at the fury fight. I don't think they could believe their luck that they'd got fury to take that fight. And unfortunately, then what happened is they lost the fight. But they got lucky, and now they're fighting Dominic Brazil. I like Dominic Brazil, by the way. Lovely chap. I mean, like I said, Joshua boxed him in his 17th fight with glandular fever. Watched the fight back at the O2. It was a massacre. And, you know. From the outside, or not even the outside, this fight looks so unrealistic to ever get made. <laughs> but wouldn't you say that that's the current situation of it? Uh, I mean, what do you do? I'm, listen, I'm, I'm more of a half glass full kind of guy where I think it will get made because I think <laughs> there are so many people that want it to get made like from a business perspective that eventually it has to happen. But, you know, right but now... But not in terms of money because from what you're saying, if 200 million was offered, you still don't believe... I'm not sure, no. I think, I think they'd have to take that one. But I just think that sooner or later all the fans have got to do is just keep putting the pressure on keep putting the pressure on. that's all you can do and you know all I know is at the moment Joshua's fighting Jarrell Miller MSG June 1 Brazil's fighting Dominic Brazil Wilder you mean sorry Wilder's fighting Dominic Brazil uh, May 18 Joshua's fighting uh, Fury's fighting June 15 against I don't know that's what we know at the moment. So all we've got to do is keep our fingers crossed that 
in November, December, those guys meet, or one of those guys meet. Maybe it's Fury, uh, maybe it's Fury Wilder. Maybe it's AJ Fury. Maybe it's AJ Wilder. But they're the fights that the fight fans want to see. So has Wilder actually signed a three-fight deal? I don't know. I don't, not when they didn't announce it. Gareth's got some news, I think. Coogan's, thanks for, I'm trying not to bomb the interview mm. today, but um, you're here and we're the only two here at the moment. And no, w w one of the things I had about Wilder's decision making mm. might be, Joshua is a huge, huge draw for DAZN, he's one mm. of their big stars. Mm. He might have wanted to come straight to DAZN and have the fight with Joshua rather than... That could have been discussed as well. Yeah, yeah and that. I think, for me, that would be the reasoning that mm. he might stay away, do his mandatory, and then yeah, fight that's, Joshua that's rather than coming a second fiddle. That would be nice. Is that fair yeah, enough? Yeah, that would be nice. Is that fair enough? All thinking? those options were available, by yeah, the way. Yeah. It was just that his plan was fight Brazil next. And he's keeping his options so, open. Yeah, and we've, yeah. we've got a fight against Miller yeah. signed. So, you know, I think that that was the reason behind the fight Brazil, yeah. fight Joshua, fight Joshua. If it's fight Joshua, fight Joshua, great. So in an ideal world for you, October, November this year, you'd like November, to see Anthony December, Joshua yeah. fight Deontay Wilder at Cardiff, yeah? No, probably in America. Okay, because probably that, Las Vegas, but that was the other thing, casinos, But that was yeah. the other thing we yeah. had to concede. Yeah. I don't forget, this fight was always happening in Britain because that's where we wanted it. Mm. Joshua's built such an amazing thing here, he felt that fight should be delivered to the UK. That They wouldn't do that. But the rematch so, would be in the UK? Depending, if it's two yeah, fights. yeah depending on who won or what. I mean, you know, but it's, um, that was where we had to go and we'll even do the fight in the US. But that's my thinking of why he didn't sign. You are Joshua's promoter. You are heavily involved with DAZN. Yeah, it would make him second me. fiddle, yeah, but it would make yeah, him second yeah, fiddle. Yeah, 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 but he doesn't have to that sign. He doesn't yeah. even have to sign with DAZN. He just has to sign for those fights. For the fight, and you that's know. what, so, I, think, I think it will happen in my view. Hope so. I think he will sign by the end of the year. Hope so. We all hope so. Because mm. boxing can't wait much longer. No. But someone it? could get beat. Exactly. Brazil might beat exactly. Wilder. Exactly. Exactly. Dylan Miller White might, might yeah, beat exactly. um, Fury if exactly. they met on exactly. June the 15th. Yeah. Um, you know, Gerald Miller could pull out the Coogan's performance look, of his having that. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Music's going on, so I've got to finish it up. Yeah. You've no, any, I'm, I'm going to just we'll talk in a minute. Okay, yeah, cool. yeah, I'll speak louder. All right. And you speak louder too. When you say this wasn't even considered, mm. So, what happened in the meeting then? They listened? Yeah, and they, they went out the next, like that afternoon, didn't they, and confirmed the showtime deal. So, but this was an offer. The first time John Skipper had made, or DAZN had made an offer to Deontay Wilder. You, you're allowed to ask for more. Do you know what I mean? They can only say no. Like, let's think about it. If, if showtime made Joshua an offer, what would I do? I'd try and increase it. That's what you do and as an advisor. It wasn't even, that weren't even in the mindset. Were they asking John Skipper questions or? Yeah, I mean, I don't think it was the greatest meeting of all time by the sounds of things, but they had Was it more or less a pitch from John Skipper yeah, and they listened yeah, and that's yeah. what it was? Yeah. yeah, but it wasn't, the meeting wasn't set up by Al Heyman and Shelley. Shelley. They just, they had no choice but to attend. So I think they, their, their mind was made up before they even went to the meeting. But I just hope, look, I just hope that these people can just take a second to take a deep breath and go, we have to make this fight. Like, we have to make this fight for boxing. So, yeah. So, you're obviously thinking about Joshua in 
his second fight of 2019. Well, he's got to beat Jerome Miller first. Yeah, but you, as a promoter, you'll yeah. be kind of thinking mm -hmm. about that. So, are you? Is everyone's name still in the hat? Do you rule people out possibly for the end of the year for Joshua if he beats Jerome Miller? Who am I ruling out? Are you ruling I don't rule out? out anyone? No. Fury, Wilder, Dillian, Usyk. He's got to fight these guys, and he'll fight all of them. He don't have a problem with fighting anyone. What is the situation with Dillian White? Oh, we had a meeting yesterday. He's got an offer from America, which I think has been well publicised. To his, his UK stuff, Matchroom Sky. He's got an offer to box in America as well. He's mulling up what to do. Is that from ESPN? Yeah. Um, How does that affect you? Just that he might fight on a top-ranked show in America. But I'm not going to talk too much about the offer. Um, but it's a good one. And he'll speak to his team and us. And that was the point of yesterday, just to brainstorm. At the moment, Dillian White, he's planning July 13. Um, so what's the last conversation you had regarding July 13 with Dylan White? Yesterday, yesterday. at lunch. Yeah. And he was... That's it. July 13, 02, that's my fight date. So let's lock wise? in an opponent. Povetkin, Ortiz, Char, like whoever, that's my date. So that's what we're aiming towards. And But the at the moment, the, the, the overriding factor is the WBC situation, which we've made an official appeal to the WBC, which they'll be hearing. Uh, Maurizio's coming to the show on Saturday. Um, and we'll be talking to him with a meeting with uh, our legal represent re representatives, his legal representatives, to um, try and find a resolution. And I believe the resolution should be that Dillian White is the mandatory to the winner of Brazil and Wilder. Be a good one to interview, actually, then, Mauricio. Who? Yeah, well, you'll get him on, on Saturday. Might interview you together. Um, will you have a show this week? I do. Um, Charlie Edwards defending his world title. Mm -hmm. Boatsy Conroy. Who's Lewis Ritson fighting? He's fighting Benitez from um, Argentina, the WBA international title. Um, it's his first fight at 140 which I think is long overdue. And you missed out a Coley Camacho as yeah. well. Yeah, just, just a quick one. I mean, he's going, you never know, he might get in a ring as well. What, what's, any legs in that? What, a Coley v Dillian White? Yeah. Do you want it? I mean, I don't know, we'll do it in July if you want. No, but I'm being no, serious. No, no, I mean, I do think a Coley will end up at heavyweight, but I'd like to see him win a world title at Cruiserweight first, and I think he can do it. So, Dillian, Dillian's like one of those mad people where, He's still took like that's still in his head the Coley thing. He won't he won't leave it alone. You know. You know like it's, it's normal people. If, if you had a bit of beef with someone, I'm oh, This is me. You might have that rage, and then like maybe an hour later, or certainly three weeks later, it would almost be like oh yeah, just. Like, but with Dillian, it's like he's still there. So I don't know. Dillian, Dillian may just fancy one day fighting him, but obviously he's got bigger fish to fry at the moment. But Lawrence thinks he beats Dillian. Mm. I mean, you, I'm sure you're going to ask him that today. Obviously. Um, right, just rule out or say yes or no to June the 1st card. 
rule out. What, well, I'm oh, just, right, okay. I'll just list some things. You Quite say in. the likely okay. chances. So, so I'll say yes, no, or possibly. Okay. We don't like possibly. Well, but I might not know. Right. Obviously, Katie Taylor, you've confirmed more or less that you're trying to make that Pearson fight for that date. Correct. I'm trying to make that, that fight for that date. Out of ten, that's a what? No. Well, we have a deal in principle. It's just whether they sign a contract. Okay. Everything, everything's agreed. Fine. So. Um, I saw Chris Algieri in New York over the weekend. Algieri Coyle. It's looking so very likely. Yeah, it's looking very likely. Okay. Algieri Coyle. Joe Gallagher come out with some comments about Callum Smith possibly mm -hmm. fighting on that card. Possibly. Possibly. More likely May 18 at the moment on the Usyk card. Who would he be fighting? Um, just a voluntary defence. Got a few guys in mind. Um, it would be the first of quite a quick schedule for Callum Smith. I want him to box three times this year. So I want him to box May 18, then I want him to box in August or first week of September and then December. Kel Brook. Very likely. Yes, basically. Okay. Yeah. Against? Sorted it out at the moment. Actually, Gabe Brasado came on last night and said, would he fight him at 154? Bit of a big lump at 154, isn't it? Like that. Mm. So, so. Um, See how he gets on Saturday. I would love Boatsy to box on that card, but he's very meticulous in his preparation, so he wants to see how he feels after Saturday, and he's got a win on Saturday. Who else you got? Josh Kelly. Okay. Will box on that card. Okay. Um, looking for obviously he's fighting April 20, and a, and a big step up planned for MSG. Um, Okay. Did you so I'm just waiting for Diamante to finish. I know we spoke about this the other day, but obviously the WBO ordered Yard and Kovalev. Mm -hmm. um, do you think that fight will take place? Do you think it will happen? I don't know. I mean, I only saw your interview with... Well, I didn't even see the interview, I saw that... It wasn't my interview, actually, I know what you're referring to. I don't to. know, because with your headlines, sometimes they're bullshit, and sometimes they're, they're clickbait. So what it said was, it said, as his trainer, Tunde, said, that fight has to take place in the UK, because we're the A-side, otherwise it's not happening. I presume that was a tongue-in-cheek comment, I haven't seen the video. I didn't but, do the interview and I haven't seen the video, but okay, so I don't know. One of the done, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, like obviously the fight's going to happen in the US, so I would think, and obviously Kovalev is the A side. But I just think if you're not going to fight Boatsy or Burton or someone like that, you're not going to fight Kovalev. But good luck to them. I hope they do, and I hope they win. He's rocking it, isn't he? He's rocking it, isn't he? He's rocking it, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Let's get ready to clap. Yeah. Oh. Right, while this music's on, we're just transferring back to the mic. Uh, Ed Gassiev to the zone. Comment? We're talking, yeah. I mean, we have an agreement uh, in principle and just trying to wrap up his next fight date. For people wondering, the heavyweight you were talking about or the newly turned heavyweight. Yeah, is there someone else as well? It's Gassier, but there is another international heavyweight who we've signed, who we will announce probably this week. What, like a known name? Uh, yeah, no, I wouldn't say he was, a, he was an international superstar. 
like Carl Froch, but he was uh, he's a he's a undefeated international heavyweight. You weren't at the Galahad Warrington press conference yesterday. Uh, were you invited? No, nope. I haven't been. In fact, they've done a great job. They've kept me out of all correspondence. So what happens is they send it to Dominic. Dominic sends it to me, and I have to deal with it all. And I've not been copied into anything. I've not. I wasn't told about any press conferences. So yeah, is what it is. Did you watch any of the press conference? Uh, I saw some clips. I saw um, Sean O'Hagan, who's an amusing geezer. Um, you know, I think it's um, it's a bad fight for Josh Warrington because I think Josh has been brilliant, and in his head, he's thinking about the big fights, and this isn't a big fight to Josh Warrington. And I think they're even a bit pissed off that Barry is even getting this fight. And I think it's like. That's dangerous when that happens. And um, we're 100% behind Kid Galahad and 100% think that he's going to win a fight. Um, if you look at it on paper, I think Josh is a big favourite, but I just feel like they don't. no one wants this fight. No one wants this fight. Kid Galahad is extremely awkward and no one really wants to fight Kid Galahad. And he's got his shot and he's got a bucket load of money as well. Excited about Shannon Courtenay? Fantastic. I mean, she's... she's uh, Sold a lot of tickets. Women's boxing is buzzing. Her story is fantastic. I mean, I don't know how deep you've gone into her story. And it's really about, um, it's not just about um, women's boxing. It's just about boxing and how it can change the mindset of, say, a child, but, you know, the younger generation, in that she was living bad, you know, she was unhealthy, she was unhappy, and boxing's changed her mindset. It's changed her... Her health, it's changed her mental, physical mindset and life. And on Saturday, I'm looking forward to seeing her start her journey. Okay, have you got anything else you'd like to add before we go, Ed? I'd just like to watch this, meet, this workout session. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill, in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Podcast Network.